amidst a world of peace and calm. We're police officers. We're not trained for this kind of violence. How was the fiendish Simon Phoenix apprehended back in the 20th? In the end, it took just one man, John Spartan. You mean the demolition man? Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the... Oh, my God! Isn't this so... Oh, my God! What the... Action movie! Action movie! Old action movies! Welcome to the future. (laughs) The landscape is bleak and terrible. There are hyenas everywhere eating toes. What are are we going to do without one man? Hi. I'm Frank. (laughs) I'm trying to paint a picture that is the complete opposite of the movie we're talking about. And that movie is Demolition Man. Oh, my God. Because this movie, people, if you haven't seen Demolition Man, uh, this movie is a Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes movie. And you have to say like both of their names. Like This isn't just like a lead star movie because Wesley Snipes is in here and he makes his presence known. Um, that is uh, a movie about a cop who who takes down the bad guy one last time, but but due to circumstances and the corrupt system, he, he gets... Uh, he gets frozen into the future. And because this villain that he took out is also unfrozen in the future, they need the one man, the demolition man. I love this movie. This movie, uh, this is what I said uh, right after we finished watching it. This movie is simultaneously like the best and like the worst thing ever. (laughs) Like it is both things at the same time. Mm -hmm. It, It is... I find it interesting to myself how much I actually like this movie. And it's it might be Wesley Snipes. It oh, might yeah. be how amazing he is oh, yeah. in this movie. I've never seen so charismatic a character so in a movie a like villain. this. Well, yeah, yeah, charismatic. Oh, I think wow. the early 90s, early 80s had like some really charismatic villains because they and, and charismatic in the fact that they chew up scenery. Mm-hmm. Like they did, their mouth. You, you surprised you can hear them say their lines. <laughs> their mouths are so full of scenery, right? And and Wesley Snipes as Simon Phoenix is probably one of my favorite villains ever. Most because he he at the same time as being like an incredible badass, he could also be a Batman villain. He, you just take him from Demolition Man and plop him right into Gotham, and he is right in there, ready to go. He's just like. <laughs> Look how it looks like I got a new place to take over. And then just forms a fucking ring of criminals. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. And if they don't like it, well, Simon says, die. Like, like (laughs) these are lines that are in the movie. It is amazing how these days we try to be so precious with with scripts and and things. I feel like I'm starting to turn into like like an old head. You you are turning into an old head about it because of the conversation I remember we had right after this. Because I feel like... Uh, these millennials, they want their scripts <laughs> to be all refined and with, with comfortable words and things. And, and back then, we were we were loving Simon Says Die and 
and the Oscar Mayer Wiener song as a whole <laughs> thing. And, that, and that's one of the things that you want to talk about when you talk about this movie is how clever I think the idea is. Whereas you see a lot of movies in this time period that are about post-apocalyptic futures. And mm-hmm. this one is also about the future. But instead of envisioning it as post-apocalyptic, like uh, Escape from New York, uh, Warriors. I feel like Warriors took place in the future, but now I can't remember. Uh, Terminator, which you know depicts a, a horrible future. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody thinking that the future is going to be like, and what was the future time of this? It was like twenty forty something. It was, yeah, it was almost twenty forty nine, and that's Blade Runner. Right, uh, right, right. Uh, but whatever, like really near future now. Uh, other movies like think that it's gonna be awful. You know, Mad Max. Like it's like there's yeah. gonna, not gonna be any gasoline. We need we need the gasoline. Just anarchy. Um, just anarchy. This movie says the future is going to be uh, utopian, which is which is weird, and not even just like utopian. And, and honestly, it's something uh, weirdly enough to be tied to today. If a little more thought than like five seconds of it was put together, yep, uh, that I'm doing right now. But I think it's interesting that it, it not only display, displays uh, a utopian future, but that is a utopian future where the police, where where Back in the '90s or whatever the the present time for the movie was, mm-hmm. um, where cops are just like you know going out doing his own thing. He's of course a loose cannon cop. Don't play by the rules and whatnot. But we have cops in the future um, that are that don't even use violence. Pretty much that violence is such a, a a weird concept that they give like several warnings and, and if you if you kill one person you're they're a psycho you're a murder death killer like, you're a murder death killer bro like, listen to those words like, you're a murder death killer what the fuck well not only do you do you attempt murder but you also attempt death and then you kill you actually did kill the person that's how surprised they are you killed them three times in murder, their mind death kill. You did that. You did that. It's like you wow. But no, I, I think like there's something to be said that uh, maybe and I, and I, I don't know when the speaking of riots and I think it's it's a really somehow point moving to today. This movie is strangely relevant. Strangely relevant, right? Um, and I swear I didn't do that on purpose. Um, but I don't know when the Rodney King riots are because again I'm bad at history. If if Maurice were here, he could tell us dates out the ass i can't but <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad i am at but I, I feel like this is this is probably like a treatise on on that like a thought on that whereas you know anti-police brutality right but but it also says that that is wrong in it, a way and it's saying that we need yeah that's that's the what brutal it is policeman. it's 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 strange how the movie sets up and it feels like uh the dystopian future is the present. Mm-hmm. There's there's the cops that come in and uh, he d- demolishes everything and he destroys everything. And also, the amount of times they say the movie title in this movie itself. Yeah. Good God. He's the demolition man. <laughs> they he, called you demolition it? man. <laughs> uh, and they they go to uh Jesus Christ, my thoughts left me. They they just freeze you. They put you literally. They put you on ice, mm-hmm. and you're you don't age and they start to reprogram your mind with right. skills that will uh, alleviate your uh, need to murder death kill to murder death kill to to have sex to to drink or smoke or to do any mm-hmm. of those negative behaviors quote unquote 
to and have salty foods even to have seasoned food seasoned food is a crime in this movie swearing gets you demerits mm-hmm. sex isn't even physical it's just flashes of images in your mind to stimulate right. your body it's and on top of all this it's this weird liberal quote-unquote paradise mm-hmm. where <laughs> everything is neat and prim and orderly mm-hmm. and everything is then taco bell be well be, <laughs> be well enhance be well. your calm enhance your calm is my favorite thing about and, this movie. and i don't think it like it, it uh, this i think it's just like a like your word saying that like it's a liberal paradise i think this is shows how cyclical time could be because mm-hmm. whereas today it's a liberal paradise to then it's probably like a beatnik paradise you know a flower child paradise be well yeah man <laughs> enhance your calm like it's probably like one of those movies saying like stuff about the 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 hippie mm-hmm. you know and again i could be wrong because the dates could be completely far apart from when you know the hippie movement happened and whatnot, I don't know. I don't know history like that. Well, I think hippies Very were like fifties and sixties, and then it like drove into the seventies, mm-hmm. and then the seventies, maybe the sixties and seventies was like disco, and then disco baby. There, it, um, there was like it, I think it's. Uh, well, this is ninety three, mm, so that's. Yeah, that's well, so. Behind. But then you know you you develop the idea, write yeah. the script, so you know. So it's just, like you you do it like a quote unquote period piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but it might be like uh response to like all the like uh college students and like youth of mm. the time of the Vietnam War. Right, it right. might be a play or a commentary on that type of thing. Right. Uh but like Trey saying, I don't remember these dates either. So <laughs> you know I could <laughs> we just are be two non historians. I could just talking be talking history. out of my ass. So again, this is why I wanted to do like research beforehand stuff talking flubbed. about these old movies. I did so much. But uh, it's fine. Anyway, still beyond that there's this there's just like i don't i don't even know what to say about about this movie because everything from from the names from like the fact that i feel like Simon these are like <laughs> i feel like this is just a testament to the dying of this genre or or this genre like i didn't realize like how like when you talk about this movie, like when i when i first introduced this movie what i say this is a Sylvester Stallone Wesley Snipes movie right mm-hmm there, there used to be a period where we were talking about these movies by their star power. This is an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. You know, you got your mm-hmm. John Claude Van Damme's, your your uh, 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 Sylvester, not, not Sylvester Stallone. Who's the other guy? The white guy, Ponytail. I can't even think of his name now. I never really. He was the only action hero dude that I never really was. Jean Claude Van Damme. No, I love Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, I'm just another, I'm just throwing out action guy names now. I don't I even remember. Just said that too. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember his Oops. name. See, you never listen to me. Um, <laughs> I can't remember his name for the life of me. But he's the other white guy that like he had a ponytail. He looked. He looks kind of like he could be John Travolta's cousin. I can't remember his name. Um. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But the but that used to be the period. Whereas today, we don't have that. I think we had like like whereas there was like a pantheon of these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Enough that we put them in their own movie, you know. <laughs> now all of them together. Nowadays, like we maybe have like one or two. Whereas like uh uh you had and, and the thing is we would we didn't care about originality back then. I think because we have these people be in the same movies. All over again. Universal Soldier could be the same as uh, uh, 
and these are two John Claude Van Damme movies. Like Universal Soldier would be the same as Street Fighter or uh, Bloodsport, you know? Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Commando could be the same as, you know, as Terminator, just him going around blowing people <laughs> down, you know, like if you don't look at the subtext or whatever. Um, Sylvester Stallone, Rocky, Rambo, like all, all of yeah. these like movies kind of feel similar, you know, like just blowhard action movies. Whereas today it's, it's, we have like maybe one or two, like Liam Neeson, you mm-hmm. know, or I don't know. Uh, Are you looking for like a big action guy? Yeah, like, like, so like, like the Vin Rock, Diesel, like the, the oh the the Rock, the Rock the would rock definitely be like one. Like guy. he would definitely be like the action hero guy. Where a lot of his move one freaking Skyfall, uh, Towerfall, whatever the frick yeah, it's called. The, yeah, the um, security guy. <laughs> yeah, where he's pretty much die hard. Yeah. Um, uh, Jason Statham. Jason Statham now. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, like I guess they're, they're still there's, there's there, but there's just the like, embers. I, I don't know. I just I feel like it's not as like poignant as it was, and maybe maybe my point's wrong. I don't I don't know. Like I said, I need to do more research about it. I don't know because I think it's replaced. I think it's gone the way of the western, and and how like slasher films I feel like have been replaced by like you know stupid teens fuck with demons and stuff like. I feel like these things are like have like the things have shifted and like like if we looked at the museum of movies where we go from a period of silent to you know noise to like uh, sound films and uh, from out of color into color from westerns to action movies and martial arts movies the black exploitation uh, that that period is then like or you know black exploitation martial arts into like action heroes and things of that mm-hmm. nature uh, we've now moved into the the comic book era the the that that is the the action movies of now you know whereas you know you're, you're looking at these like instead of looking at the next chris hemsworth movie uh you're looking instead at you know when's the next captain america movie or the iron man movie you know these movies are like repeating over and over again i think it instead of looking at actors now we're looking more so intentionally or unintentionally at the studios mm. like the 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 Marvel Studios that's they have the market on superhero films like DC mm-hmm. puts out films and Shazam and Aquaman were both great before that Wonder Woman was great before Wonder Woman mm-hmm. I was not Feeling it. Well, the Batman films, the Christopher Nolans. Right. So it's like they're they're sparse and they compete, but it's like now everyone is following that Marvel formula or trying to find their formula well, for the What you're saying thing. is that it's more studio based rather than like actor based. Yeah. And then you have like Blumhouse. They do horror for, mm-hmm. you know, two cans and a string. And they they give you something that is honestly, in my opinion, good mm-hmm. uh, most of the time. And it's like if I see a if I see Blumhouse or A twenty four, yeah, uh, Marvel Studios, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'll go check it out, right. like without even really thinking about it. And then after doing, you know, watching the trailer, you know, looking at who's in it, I, I might get like, more or less excited. I feel like that thought's not complete, but I feel like there's something there. I feel like there's definitely something to like, that. I, that that might be the thing, but it's also just it's just all marketing. Everything right. is just like really heavily marketed now and mm-hmm. in crazy different ways. So it's like I feel like marketing is like 
maybe the ultimate culprit, but I don't know. that it's, There's some research that needs to be done for that. And again, we could definitely be wrong. I would really be interested to see how, you know, how, what the people think about this. I really would. Like, I, I know I say that a lot, and it probably feels like a little cursory, oh, he's trying to get us to get involved. I really do want to know, because it's, it's honestly thinking into how, like, the marketing does affect you. Like, what do you look for when you look for in a new movie? Are you, are you focused on the latest name, like if it is a Chris Hemsworth movie, it's like I'm watching that because it's Chris Hemsworth. Honestly, is the reason why I watched Extraction. I mean, you know, yeah, that'd be um, the only reason to watch it. Uh, Ryan Reynolds still gets you know people in houses after Deadpool and stuff like that, but he had to get again. It had to be a he superhero had property. There. It had to be the name mm-hmm. before he became the name. And then, so what? What is it that you look for? Are you looking at the studios? If if you see a twenty four, and I feel like that's more of a a, a movie person mm-hmm. thing. Because the only people I noticed that like are like, oh yeah, hey, hey, give me that A twenty four in my veins, bro. <laughs> it's like a movie person, like remember that, like I want to see that cinematography, bro. Yeah, like man. that's that. I feel like that's what that comes from. So I want to, I definitely want to know if there was any time to comment in the in the comments. Let me know what what brings you when you see a trailer. If you even do watch the trailer, are we wrong? Are we right? Let us know. Do you know more than us? Please. Oh, please. If you God, do, if you do. Please just Yo, let like the, we're d- at direct the seat us. of our pants. Direct us, we please. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> help us. Please help. I mean, we we know what we're doing. What are you talking about? We need about? to enhance we, our we, calm. We, we, we enhance your enhance your calm. Be well. Be well. <laughs> you got to do the the hand. Instead of with no high fives, we just we yeah completely went off the rails. I forgot yeah. we were talking about Diminution Man for a second there. Um, but it's it's the movie. The movie brought the point up. I it's think like, and I, and I do think that, yeah that that it does bring up that that really good uh, the really good conversation about that stuff. Is there a trend? Is is the trend actually there? Is that be cots? Tell Trey to write this paper. No, no, what? No, what? No, stop. That's the easy way to get us to find this out. Oh my god. I am I'm done with this. What do you mean? <laughs> um, no, stop it. Never mind. Don't involve. Stop. Erase that last part, future train. Um, but no, <laughs> uh, I think, like I said, there's just really uh, a lot to say about this, uh, especially with like the dystopian future uh, that lives underneath the utopian future. Yeah, that was a good uh, mix. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's it's the strange thing where it's like like we were saying earlier, it's strangely relevant. A lot of people would be like, "Yeah, that's a dystopian future because you know you have the sensitive snowflakes where physical touch isn't even really mm-hmm. allowed or expressed in any sort of way, and then you have the the literal underbelly where people can't even eat because the society throws them out." Yeah. So it's it's very interesting. This movie is very. Not really topical, but there's a lot of commentary. Well, before you leave that thought, because I because I, I like what you're saying here. That mm-hmm. again, it it has to be some kind of like this has to be some kind of political voice. The, it's, at it's least all the, the scriptwriter has to be uh, trying to say some kind of treatise on you know political thoughts and ideas. But the fact that the matter is is like like you said, like the the liberal today, the liberal thought would be that utopian future mm-hmm. and how uh, a you know we think that's right, but then the uh, it's actually wrong, and it's even more into the fact of like the actual life that that's being lived is the dystopian future that's underground, you know. Yeah. Whereas our our thought out main character, our thought out hero, is 
enjoying eating a rat burger because <laughs> it is a burger because it is actually like and again what is the what is one of the signs of americana the burger yep you know and you finally get that right good americana into you mm-hmm. you know and the fact i wonder what the fact that taco bell is taco one of the meeting, leading uh franchises that, won the course, franchise wars what of course, uh could that be uh uh something about you know the mexicans i don't know could it be? Could I it really be about don't. Hispanic people. It's really like, like is that like, is that too early? It's like everything is Taco Bell's, so it's just like but, I don't I don't know what is, the purpose. Taco Bell isn't really, you know, it's an American restaurant, Mexican cuisine, exactly. <laughs> it's an American, American restaurant. restaurant. So like all of the, there, there are <laughs> threads here. Now I sound like a conspiracy theorist. So I'm like, man, the government made Demolition Man, man. Like this, <laughs> that's what I'm, I feel like I'm going crazy talking about this movie this movie makes me crazy and the thing is i love it on a surface level but radford ruined movies for me so now i think about <laughs> these things i think about the formulative uh the formulative thoughts of these movies mm-hmm. curse you cots i think about this like <laughs> like because there's thing, there's thing the cot said like everything like you spend two thousand dollars on a shot right mm-hmm. you're not gonna make that shot without having some kind of idea so now i'm thinking about every shot that i see like that's gotta be intentional in some kind of way right when writing this script that's gotta be intentional in some kind of way that's making me crazy it's i think it it gives out this uh this message that sometimes violence is the answer <laughs> Because it was needed for that future. They got, they released this crazy criminal mm-hmm. who's been given enhanced intelligence, knowledge of secrets, mm-hmm. uh, all martial arts or just martial arts, just skills. He's actually physically enhanced. He's literally a superhuman. He's, he's black Superman. <laughs> he is, though. And he is this age. He he is all of chaos mm-hmm. for this future. It's everything that the future wanted to leave behind, and they have to bring that same past mm-hmm. to the future or the present. Jesus Christ, uh, to 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 try and cancel each other out, right? Or to have at least their guy come out on top, and then you know, kind of sweep sweep him under the rug again, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's it's an interesting point. Because he just brings nothing but demolition. <laughs> Thank you, Shakeesh. You are much like the movie. <laughs> but no, I, I think I, honestly, I think it's, I think this movie is cool. If I had degraded uh, on how it stands up today, honestly, with all these thoughts, I think it holds up better today than I think it did back in the day. You know, like with all like with all these subtexts and all these thoughts, it, it'd be interesting to hold up a mirror to it to its time and see what it what it's actually trying to say, or what the writer is trying to convey here. Mm-hmm. With this thought, what what is the auteur theory on <laughs> demolition man of all things? Well, for for us, it is whatever we can prove using using the film's ev- ev- evidence. No. Yes, no, 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 no. okay. No, I, I thought you gave me a look like no, nah, it's not. That's not hidden. I was, no. no, I was thinking of my grade. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so sorry about that. I, I guess my thinking face is also my judging face. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I, I give it a B. I honestly give this a B. It's not a perfect movie, right? Uh, by any respects, the writing, like when it gets past, you know, <laughs> it, it's it's delivered so weirdly. Uh, I think everybody does a good performance in here, but yep. it is delivered a little stiffly and weirdly. Um, we didn't talk about a lot of the cast here. Um, Rob Schneider, of all things, uh, playing such a small role, but playing just like a, a really like a, a pretty good role. 
um, Benjamin Bratt, who plays Alfredo, Alfredo Garcia, is really cool. And this, like, everybody just when they're playing that utopian uh-huh. uh, role. Um, we have Sandra Bullock, who is playing just so nice. Yeah. Just, just such a, just such a nice. Oh, John, nobody kisses these days. The extension of fluid, ew. <laughs> like, just it's so weird to see these, see everybody play these type of characters, especially with roles that we'll see them in later, like Miss Congeniality and mm-hmm. other roles that Sandra Bullock are uh, uh, playing. Uh, no, I, I think I think this movie deserves a solid ass B. And by that, I do mean that it, it still holds up today. Yeah, I. I agree with you here. I think, hmm, the the before before I give my grade, one one issue, one one small issue that I have with this movie is towards the end, after Simon Phoenix uh, kills the guy, or you know, is able to kill the the guy who brought him back, mm-hmm. and the savior of this utopian society. Which I really, I really love the thing because Futurama did this too in an episode where. Uh, Simon Phoenix can't kill him because he implanted it in his mind. He's like, I'm going to shoot you now. And he's like, I I can't shoot you. And I, I just... <laughs> but I really want to. <laughs> What's up with that? Like, <laughs> I I really, I really like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I, I, is it a trope? Is it a thing that happens often enough? I don't know. But I, I, so. I like, I like that. It's a really cool... You started off saying your problem with, and then but but yeah 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 yeah, sorry sorry Uh, (laughs) I I just like that. But he he after he you know uh, kills kills the 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 utopian dude and gets this gaggle of characters together. They're like you know do whatever you want, cause chaos, kill, steal, whatever, do Mm -hmm. whatever you want, and then all those characters are kind of just kind of left out or forgotten yeah we like they, they he has like i think about like nine to ten people yeah, that are like around him just a whole cast this is a gaggle and when uh when when one we've never say it said his character's name which is just a crime in and of itself <laughs> john spartan john spartan john spartan <laughs> comes guns a blazing into the into the well he doesn't really come guns a blazing he should have but when he comes in to assault uh the the final bastion mm-hmm. um he faces like they him and huxley face uh, sandra bullock character uh face like Four guys, and then it's yeah. done. Then it's then it's a shootout between and an excellent boss battle between yeah. him and Simon, <laughs> Simon Phoenix. Like, where did those other guys? I mean, maybe if this was like continue wise, as I can see if it was continue wise as like a TV series mm-hmm. or uh, or in a sequel movie, one of those things. Like, this is a trope uh, that has been used one twice in the Marvel properties, uh, once in the the start running of New Avengers, and once for Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes, where uh, we've released these criminals. We have to go. We're gonna yep. need to go capture them. It, it was actually no. This was funny. Uh, that show I was watching. I started binge watching Kid Danger mm-hmm. and finished that, and started watching the new spinoff series, uh, Danger Force, uh, <laughs> which starts off with them accidentally releasing criminals from a jail. Yeah. And them and the thing is that it's it it plays off the fourth wall, and they, they do a lot of fourth wall braces. Like, okay. oh man, we've released all these characters. I guess it's probably take like a gaggle of episodes for us to capture and maybe have cool hijinks and learn about each other along the way. <laughs> and then they just stop and pause and look at the screen like, huh? Huh? It's so like, this is a thing that I, I feel like could have happened with the right. man had it, you know, got past its yeah. movie. I see that. But that's, that's like kind of like the smudge mm-hmm. on the movie. Like, 
aside from that, it is very ridiculous, very mm-hmm. wonky, very crazy. Uh, the characters do really well. You know, we didn't say a lot about them, but I right. didn't hate any of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd give this a whole. I want to give it like an A, mm-hmm. low key. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll stop you. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> so I'm we don't have a, we don't have, we don't answer to a school board. What's we'll you know what? Give yeah, it a. you're right. I'm tenured. I'm gonna just give it a, a whole A. Uh, it's it's great. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's stupid. But there is a message somewhere. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, we we can't find it. We've given a lot of theories that if we were in Costa's class, he'd be like, well, go find your evidence. Um, but I'm tired. So, <laughs> so we didn't. And that's our bad. But, you know, maybe someday I will. Maybe I'll make a video essay about it. I mean, why not? I ain't got time. No, there's Apparently. nothing but time now. There's nothing but time now. Um, But so you thought what we thought. I mean, you know what we thought. How about learning about what people thought in the past? So this movie had a budget of 47 to 45, the 77 million, which is such a wide gap. Why is this still a range? (laughs) Why is it a range? How does no one know what this this is now? It doesn't even matter, Shakers, because it got a box office of $159.1 million. Definitely a box office success, especially if it's on the lower parts of that range. Yeah. Which, honestly, I think it had to be the upper part because they literally blew up buildings. All the time. Like, the opening of it is Los Angeles on fire. Yeah. And compositing wasn't what it was today. This is 1993. (laughs) That building was actually on fire. So, I'd imagine that it'd have to be... Bigger budget. Bigger Bigger budget. It had to be on the bigger side. I... I, I'm honestly surprised by that. Yeah. I'm really surprised that it actually hit. I thought this would be more of a, a cult classic thing. Mm-hmm. I've not heard this name mentioned outside of you. Same. Like Outside of me, I've never really anybody. heard a lot of people talk about it. Yeah. Like, this, isn't like, this isn't a Sylvester Stallone movie that people mention. No, they're going to mention Rocky. They're going to mention Rambo. This, nah. <laughs> nah. This isn't a Wesley Snipes movie that people are going to mention. They're going to mention Blade. That, that's all I hear. Murder on 164th Street or whatever the other I've movie heard, that it is. I've heard of that. You've heard of that? Not that. Demolition Man. Not even close. Like, so yeah, I don't know. People, tell us what you thought in the comics. Please do tell us what you thought in the comments. Distributed by Warner Brothers, it is a superhero property. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. All right, people, later. Enhancer comb. Wrong screen. Shut up! (laughs) We'll be unleashed on a future that isn't big enough for the both of them. Sylvester Stallone. Wesley Snipes. Demolition Man. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Make sure that you check out uh, the other shows that we have on Facebook, the other main podcast that comes out every other Tuesday. Make sure you leave a like, share it with your friends and your family. Go check out our YouTube where we have content from other production 1200 works and make sure you follow us on the Instagram. We post sometimes there. We'll we'll do more. We'll we'll try. Maybe. Like us on uh, iTunes podcast, rate and review. Give us them five stars. And we'll see you next time.